0: And I'm here with some badass people. Holy shnikes, guys. Holy shnikes. Okay. One of our guests of honor, Whitney over here. What's up, Whitney?
1: Oh, God bless. Good to see you. Thank you. Please don't describe me as badass. It's it's not a good word for me.
0: I think it is. <laughs> oh, I definitely you. think it is. The debonair, the badass, all our most handsome, the beauty himself for sure. Uh, here and-
1: I am. Thank you for having me. It is a, 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 an extreme honor, and I'm happy to be here.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to do this, for sure. And we have one of our recent winners of Schmo Bates. What's up, Chance?
2: How you doing? Yeah, I've been on this channel so many times. Might as well be on staff now, but yes, I'm here. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I happy that, I'm happy to not be fighting this time, so I'm happy to judge. <laughs>
0: That's true. You haven't been a judge on here before, so that's going to make it pretty interesting. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This is Schmo Bates. It is a uh, Schmodown-based uh, arguments debate show where we definitely argue all like the big questions regarding Schmodown, regarding the best competitors of all time. Who should be on Rushmore? Who would be the best competitor to go on a, uh, a Schmodown Theme road trip with, or even a what Schmodown personality would be the best in a food fight? The theater. Are those the questions Uh, we're
2: fighting today? Oh, I (laughs) find those questions.
0: Yeah, those were definitely some of my favorite questions. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so uh, we have some competitors we're going to bring on board here in a hot second. Uh, Our first competitor, debater really, is the beautiful, the glorious of the Action Army itself. Miss Janie Joy, what's up, uh?
3: I am super pumped to be on Smoobates. This is technically my Smoobates debut, and mm-hmm. I am pumped and ready.
0: Yes, it's uh, no pressure. But if you don't win this, we're gonna have to kick you out of the uh, call to action. So, <laughs> well, what?
2: No pressure.
3: No pressure. That's I, way so it what goes. what's the
1: what's the prize? Do you get like ten thousand in cash, or is there like luggage, or a trip to Hawaii, or something? What? Who, who wins? <laughs>
0: a oh billion dollars and uh mention from Harloff saying, cool guy, I respect that <laughs> opinion, that's, that's enough. Uh, that's
1: that's no, that's no small thing. It that is, is
0: for sure, especially. Now our next competitor, we have, oh my gosh, one of the most popular fans around when it comes to Schmodown, especially from the rock stars, Mr. Uh, Garth McMurray. What's up Garth? Yeah. <laughs> All so around, yes. Even a long time viewer of C two A, all around. Um, but you've never actually, you know, competed or debated on here before. Are you excited?
4: Yeah, very much. I'm. I'm usually active in the chat and stuff, but I've never been on uh, camera with you guys. So.
0: Great. First for everything, and no pressure. But just like how we said with Danny, we're going to kick you out of the chat indefinitely if you don't win this. All so right. there's a lot of pressure going all around. It's going to be an argument to the blood, to the death.
3: Yeah. to To the death. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right so um since this, we're gonna pre-recording this as you notice we have three judges today chance whitney and i along with the two competitors uh, we are going to be judging them specifically we're not going to have an audience vote like we usually do um since it's like kind of at a weird time um so we are going to be chance whitney and i are actually going to be right out judging them who we think wins that argument or that question we're going to start out with 60 seconds an opening uh for an opening statement and then four minutes follow four minutes of open debate between the competitors then finally one minute of a closing statement from each of the competitor and we're gonna have three questions today so we are definitely gonna have a walk away from this with a winner and a loser y'all ready
4: ready
0: anticipation is building guys Okay, so as we kind of mentioned before, Garth, uh, you actually provided your answers first in our little chat thing, for Smobe chat. And uh, so you have to provide your answers first, your opening statement and everything first for the first question. So please, Whitney, please do the honor of reading our first question today.
1: Indeed, okay, here it goes, you ready? Are you psyched, are you pumped? All right, I am. what is the greatest rivalry in Down
4: history. And for me, I chose Kalinowski versus Cushing. I picked them because I really love that. I'm usually rooting against Kalinowski and KO versus Rachel Cushing. But no matter who wins, I'm happy. When Kalinowski wins, I'm actually, you know, stirred with emotions. And I think these two have had many battles. They've had five battles uh, in regular and one in exhibition and they've all been amazing. And uh, I just love the two of them fighting off against each other. Uh, And you see the emotion and the love where they often hug each other at the end of uh, certain matches. Um, And so there's a great camaraderie between the two of them even though they're bitter enemies how much time do i have 15 seconds okay uh and so th- that's why i chose them is they're they're my two favorites because i can root again root against one but i st- i'm still happy when he wins five and that's it
0: all right, fantastic. So you guys have, you post a very popular rivalry overall for sure. Uh, Chance, you two are, uh, well, Chance and Whitney, you both have been part of very well-known teams. Um, so fantastic teams for sure. What do you guys think of this selection of uh, KO versus Cushing?
1: Well, uh, Rachel Cushing is uh, like, I would say if if the whole Schmodown like, has a star player, she's at least in the top three. So mm-hmm. any rivalry she has is kind of doomed from the start because <laughs> kind of she's gonna win it. Uh, however, uh, I like what you said. You know, there, there's sort of a, a lot of matches in the the schmodown. You know, we're bitter enemies on camera, but you know, at, at the end of the match, it's we usually respect somebody who plays very well, whether or not they slaughtered us, which has happened to me a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think that is a, that is a, a very strong selection for sure. It's a very uh, popular selection. It's like maybe selecting Citizen Kane as the best movie of all time. Can't argue, <laughs> it's obvious, but uh, th- that that I that is a selection I respect and probably one I would've come up, come up with myself.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so overall likeable characters all around, maybe pos- potentially too obvious. Okay, and so going over to you, Danny, you have 60 seconds on the clock to make your selection of the greatest rivalry in Shmodan history, go.
3: All right, so you all might be saying that that is the most obvious, but mine is very clearly the most obvious of the two, and that is team action versus top 10. That is the greatest rivalry in Schmodown history, and I think every single person knows that. Um, Not only has this rivalry given us amazing storylines, those storylines have continued outside of their matches. It also kind of helped Roka turn face just a little bit, like he's not a full face, but having that that rivalry with Andrew Guy has allowed him to to step his game up a little bit more, and have those guys step their game up as well. It also created one of the best fan rivalries. Fifteen seconds. Fan rivalries inside of the community as well. So for for Team Action versus Top Ten is absolutely one of the biggest rivalries Five, in the showdown history because it's just it two
0: and them. done. Thank you so much for that very passionate argument well, on behalf of the Action Army everywhere. Chance, I saw you take us some notes. What do you think?
2: <laughs> uh, not one that I would have thought of, but it's, I, I do like the pick. I like some of the points you brought up. And I'm curious to see her expand on some of these and you know, Combat Garth in his pick of counter Cal- discussion, which... I do. I do appreciate God trying to play the judge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, r- I'm ready to see where this goes.
0: Absolutely, it's uh, we have two very popular picks overall, and we're. I'm gonna Whitney and Chance. I don't know about you, but I'm gonna be actively trying not to assume that I'm gonna vote in favor of Danny, just because I remember obviously, Action Army right there. Um, so personal biases aside, I'm excited to see what how they debate today. All right, so you guys have four minutes on the clock to start arguing, go. All
3: right, so first of all, the question is what is the greatest, greatest rivalry in Schmodown history? When you think of rivals, these are people who are going to always be against each other. We saw this, my my. Pick, continue outside of it. Garth, you said that yeah. uh, no matter who wins, you're happy. Uh, th- that the two of them love each other. And that is something that you have to think about when you're thinking about rivals. Because we only know that because we know these people. But we've seen uh, Team Action and Top 10 go against each other all of the time. So it was a continued rivalry. I'm going to let you talk
4: just a little bit. Yeah. No, but, but uh, here's the thing is your continued rivalry is mostly in other places on Twitter and yeah. Facebook and all that. Uh, and as for matches, they only played two and it was within three months. With my with Kalinowski and pushing, it's been over two years. It's been six matches. It's you know, it's it's gone on a long time
3: well so has this so has this rivalry it, it extends out to team acton versus top 10 it extends to the fan communities it it extends to John Roca himself and Andrew Guy with that whole little fun thing where Andrew was Rocco was andrew's long lost dad and stuff like that it created these really fun aspects to the entire game so yeah having it travel over to the facebook pages to twitter watching those twitter twitter uh, responses and rivalries back and forth with each other extends the game rachel and mike watching them go against each other is like watching your siblings fight with each other you don't you just, they're too, you're too close to them in a certain way that you you care about who comes out of this. Where with uh, team action or top 10, depending on what faction you're a fan of, you wanna see that other person lose and that's what a rivalry
0: is. Well, um, here- can you guys go a little into depth about how fans reacted to some of these rivalries? A little yeah. bit within the fan base, social media, just direct reaction right after some of these massive matches?
4: Well, for, for my, my two, obviously, there's a big love for the both of them, uh, you, especially she, seen at the live event at San Diego Comic-Con last year, mm-hmm. uh, where it was this huge event in front of a big live audience. It was one of Rachel's last matches before retiring, um, and it was this big emotional thing, and it was a very close battle back and forth, back and forth uh and you know mike pulls out the win and gets all emotional
3: so what does that have to do with being rivaled because that just makes them seem like friends and even during that match they you saw the love that they have for each other you even said it before even after their matches they're going and they're hugging against each other the only hug that roca got from andrew guy was when he tackled it <laughs> so that that rivalry and how the fans re- how the fans reacted alex to answer your question Action yeah. Army still has a huge presence. And Action Army is one minute in a- one minute. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, one minute remaining.
3: and action yeah. army has been known to have this rivalry, and that just extends it. Like I keep saying that word. Yeah, but- you no,
4: know, but but it's but here's the thing is that yours is pure animosity in the case of roca where in fact he's he's been insulted and you know, or tried insulting, and you know, it's mm-hmm. it's gotten a little too far sometimes. Uh, and the thing I like about the Kalinowski Cushing is Kalinowski will go after people online and stuff and, and Rachel, but, but they still have this, like you said, brother and sister. And I actually like that because I had an older sister and we would fight and argue all the time. And I saw that kind of a, you know, co- you know, competition and trying to get one up on each other and.
3: Action, team action and top 10 still have a rivalry till this day. You said it was only for a little bit, but it still extends, it's still there, it's still underneath, Three, it's still two, a
0: going one on. and done. Oh my gosh, are you guys like out of breath? <laughs> I, feel like, like, I can see some theme going on both ends here.
1: <laughs> I feel like you need to lean up against the ropes and get like the squirt bottle in the mouth <laughs> <laughs> blotting, blotting your forehead.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That, that is me, very yeah. rivalry focused for sure. Winnie, what do you think of seeing your first argument here? Uh, uh
1: golly, that was intense. Uh I, I didn't expect so much uh so much uh vitriol. Um uh, <laughs> The, the, these these are all points that you know I, I've sort of vaguely considered in the past, but mm-hmm. actually hearing them spoken aloud is, is really calling a lot of these sort of rivalries or matches into starker relief. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys both make excellent points, you see. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: well, I mean, it's like they still have to make their closing statements. Is there okay. any particular point that if you want them to expand on to really solidify um to really kind of solidify a final a final assessment or do you feel like there's any holes they really you really want them to kind of fill essentially that you want them to expand on
1: well the the word here is rivalry and yeah. i think we need to perhaps zero in on sort of the definition of that because i think you guys are both coming at what a rivalry is from slightly different definitions uh,
0: okay so a rivalry would have to be a competition for the same objective or for the superiority in the same field mm. So with that said, oh, it could be towards a belt, it could be sort towards a certain uh, faction, whatever it may be.
1: Mm-hmm. So what, I mean, what what however is is like what denotes a good rivalry? like what qualities you, are you seeking for and are you seeking in a good rivalry?
4: can I, can Great I question. speak to this?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we yeah, have, be you're, you're definitely going to be able to t- have time to address okay. their questions. Uh, okay. Chance, do you have anything that you kind of want them to answer in their closing statement?
2: Hmm. Uh, I do want to hear why I do want to hear Garth combat why Cushing and feel more like rivals rather than like Danny said, like watching siblings fights. Mm-hmm. At the same time Danny, I want to he- hear why, even though there has been less matches, uh, wh- why Action vs. Top 10 is a better hour even though there were less matches.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know you said that, um, Garth, you made an excellent point, you know, time wise, they haven't had nearly as matches. Um, Cushing and KO have gone up against each other pretty consistently in IG as well as like in teams and singles for the past several years versus team action versus top 10. They only had a few matches, two very memorable matches, but only two matches nonetheless. So please do expand on that. Okay, now us. Starting with you, Garth, on your closing statement, you do have 60 seconds. You ready? Yep. All right, go. All
4: right. Well, here's my thing about this rivalry is even though it may be more brother and sister and they're not having fights on Twitter and all that, that's not really Rachel's style. They pushed each other to be better. They were both like the best in IG and and, and singles and teams and they were fighting and, and Mike was really... Got in on his studying, and he'd post photos of like, I'm studying while I'm on vacation. And Rachel was always studying and getting better and better. And you could see it in their game. They just improved and improved. Uh, Meanwhile, Roca and Guy, it was mostly this online battle uh, and this rivalry off screen more than on screen. Um, And, you know, like I said, only two matches uh, within three months. Mm And 2017. Meanwhile, you know, Rachel and, and Mike have been going to battle for two years.
0: Three, two, uh, one, and done. All right. Some solid, uh, or was like some solid, you know, points made for sure. Uh, Danny, uh, so you do have to, you do have some time to really kind of think on this for sure. You ready for the 60 seconds?
3: I am. Let's do this. Go. All right, so why with left matches is this a bigger rivalry than what Rachel and Mike are is the fact that people are still talking about it to this day. There's still times where people bring up this pocket of what happened in the Schmodown, and it also it also raised the the character aspect of the game because it allowed it, it allowed competitors to up their character game just a little bit. So not only is this one of the best rivalries inside of the Schmodown, it elevated the game in an, in a different sort of way. So it allowed a lot of people to really come into their character and embrace it and have the interaction with the with the fans and with other competitors and stuff like that. So the fact that we're still talking about it to this day, you can find it on the internet and maybe it's more for me because I'm Action Army focused, but that rivalry is still prevalent to this day. And that's why it is the greatest rivalry in Schmodown
0: history. Three, two, and one. You guys want to take a breather? You feeling okay? <laughs> Get that water, bro. <sighs> <laughs> Against the rope. Got a coach in the corner. Whitney, uh, Chance, what'd you guys think? Did they address your questions?
1: Um, they, they did indeed. Um, what I What I'm hearing here is I think Garth is arguing quality, whereas Danny is arguing breadth. And I think those are both important mm-hmm. points to make. I do have to balance in my head which of those constitutes greatest rivalry. Is it the mm-hmm. one where like Garth said, where the the two competitors are arguing to make each other better, we're seeing two essentially, it's King Kong and Godzilla fighting against each other. It's like, you can't really root for a winner, but you want to see the fight. Um, Danny, meanwhile, is talking about this broader community of what the Schmodown has come to represent, and how Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, fan communities out there, there's a lot of extra uh, a a super narrative, if you were, sort of like a a meta-text that is being mm-hmm. additionally to the uh, actual matches that we see on screen. And there's no rule and <clears throat> no word in the question that says it's necessarily an on-screen rivalry. This could be a mm-hmm. rivalry that maybe they haven't even played a match for a couple of years, but they if they're continuing the rivalry in sort of ancillary ways, that also counts, I would say. So...
0: There's all yeah, I mean, even if they came on pen together, there is a little bit of tension there. A little bit there, yeah. there is a back and forth between the characters for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Chase, do you have any what do you think of their closing statements and like debates overall?
2: The closing statements really are really mostly was gonna sway me this one because
0: mm-hmm. I was
2: going one way the whole argument. And then <coughs> and I heard stuff of the closing argument that made me a little less sure of which direction I was going. But well 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 fought fight between the two of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, who do you guys like that? Do you guys have a solid answer? Who? Okay. Voting today, voting right now, who um, do you feel like made the better argument for the well, greatest rivalry in Schmodown history? Is it Danny with top 10 versus team action or is it Garth with Cushing versus K.O. Kalinowski? Um,
1: uh, apologies, Garth, but I think Danny has made some interesting points here. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to side with Danny on this one. This is nothing against you personally.
4: No, I think uh, the whole point of this. Is someone's got uh, to.
1: Yeah, I, I under I understand though that uh, she she did make this excellent point that going off the screen and continuing the rivalry in this like sort of larger uh, context is is actually something that can make a rivalry far more exciting mm-hmm. if you're paying if you're in those circles and paying attention.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about you, uh, Chance?
2: You see, Danny would have. Danny would have won this point for me like whole-handedly if she had said she brought the fact that Roca did take on both numbers of action singles. And when to, to combat the whole, like, they only had two matches within three months. She could have combated that with the fact that Roca Roca played both of them. I do like the point that Garth brought up that they have the, that Rachel Cushing and Candice get the history. They push each other better. At the same time, though danny did get more hits on garth than garth got on danny so because of that <laughs> this is very this is, this is closer than it was going to be before closing i'm gonna i, I gotta go with danny oh.
0: for sure well i mean that settles it in that case uh you know whitney and chance they both say danny won this won this round so well done there okay so now we're going to be going on to our second question Okay, so Chance, you're going to be reading this one. Okay, and the cool question is:
2: It's revealed to me because I don't even know the question. Oh, what rule not- would you want to introduce to the, to use during shmodown matches? Ooh, what rule? Mm-hmm. Do well, I was
0: well, I was talking um I was talking to Lucas about it the other day. I'm like, and watching Brooklyn was uh, watching the Brooklyn matches. It was such a prime example of how important strategy is now with so many new, with new, these really higher level competitors with these, um, all these new rookies as well. And also Ben and Ben and bibs, you know, whipping out those challenges, like nobody's business really shows how important some these new rules are specifically. So with that being said, expansion of new, more competitors and all that good stuff, maybe know some new rules. Let's expand on that. Okay, so last time we did have uh, Garth do the start off with our opening and closing statement. So this time it's gonna be you, Danny, with your opening statement. Okay. You ready? I am. <laughs> You got one minute on the clock and go. All right. So uh,
3: introducing something to a rule that is already in place is instead um, instead of keeping your challenge, when you use a challenge, you lose your challenge. You get one challenge throughout the entire match. You do not get to keep it if you win that. So we saw in Brooklyn, like what Alex said, how those challenges were utilized and how you can use them in your gameplay. Sometimes you can take advantage of those challenges, like we saw in Brooklyn. Spoilers, everyone, sorry. Um, so al- it allows players to uh, brush up on their strategy, to think about where they're challenging, instead of just going about challenging willy-nilly and just trying to, to use it to, to mess up a player's head. Mm-hmm. So it takes that element into it. Um, it, it allows the game to move forward a little bit more instead of having to to Five everyone off from, from anything. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> oh
0: sorry, I just like flipped off the air. Sorry, not to review. I just like I was just like numbering it. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I just God. totally flipped it off. Um, okay, so no matter what, what I just want to I just want to clarify, Danny, is that uh, your um, the rule that you would introduce into Schmodan would be to even if you win or lose your challenge. That's it. Essentially. You're done with the challenges. Correct. Got him. Okay. And Garth, mm-hmm.
4: what would your rule be Introduction. Introduction B. Be? Is uh, my t- time start now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. My new rule that I would implement would be that spelling counts on whiteboards. This is going to be a controversial one. Uh, I know that some people have written out answers and sometimes it's like it's not qu- you know, they'll say one thing and then you look at the writing and it's like, it, that doesn't look like what they said. Um, and so writing clearly and writing out the, the proper answer, people will have to learn how to spell Schwarzenegger and things like that. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, I think uh, too many times people will say an answer, but you'll look at what they wrote and it's not always spelled right or or you know in context it needs to be right. so that there is no question that what they thought up was what they wrote down and it it comes into play with how they you know answer the question in the time of audit uh, and the spelling is an important part of that i think
0: and done okay this is a really tough one <laughs> Okay, well, you guys are competitors. Whitney Chance, you guys are competitors on some amazing teams. You're both amazing singles players, um, as well as team players. What do you guys think? Uh, what would you guys think about possibly playing with these rules if needed?
2: I don't like either of these rules.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: no, I think I think both of these rules are I th- I don't think either of these rules are very good. Uh someone who uh is a fan of sports and uh, Someone who can't write clearly to save his life and sometimes can't spell to save his life, uh, I you're one who's gonna have to sell me on why your rule is good, so that's that's what I'm at with this one. Well, um,
0: that's that's rough, that's gonna be uh, definitely a learning curve. And what about you, Whitney? Uh,
1: one of these rules I think is completely legit, um, and the other one is. Uh, wouldn't present itself as being uh, a bad idea until you're in the trenches, as it were. Um, There comes a time when even the game itself is wrong, and you have to challenge the person asking the question. Uh, If you are confident enough in your knowledge of movie trivia, I think you should be able to challenge multiple times. Uh, I remember one of the first Schmoedon events. I wasn't even on it. I was just attending it. I was watching for the first time, mm-hmm. and the category uh, the we, it came up on the wheel. The category was films of the nineteen seventies, and they proceeded to ask a question about Doctor Strangelove, which came out in nineteen sixty
3: four,
1: or so. Um, th- they had to stop the game. You know, even the people watching wanted to challenge the game at that point, and I think using uh, like using a finite chit. Uh, isn't quite practical for Mm -hmm. essentially the jerks and assholes who want to be right about everything. And what is the game if not being kind of a jerk? uh, (laughs) Just so you can make a point.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you do have to be immensely knowledgeable, obviously, to... To about movies in general, um, you know, going into this, but to be to be on that kind of level where you're thinking to yourself, well, I, I know some of the main actors, I know the director and everything, but same time you have to go into hardcore on spl- uh, sp- um, plot specifics as well as like the year released. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many smaller details you really have to be involved with for sure. Um, yeah, but okay. Now you have uh, you guys, you do have two competitors with you here that you have to argue, make them believe that they would actually be okay with having your rule on board. And it sounds like either way, they're like, fuck those rules. Mm -hmm. So you got quite a bit of convincing to do. All right, are you guys ready for your open debate? All right. Yes. Okay, you got four minutes on the clock. Let's go.
4: Okay, last time you were talking way more than me. So this time I'm gonna start. Now, (laughs) Now, as for mine, Spelling, I just want to make sure people are correct and get the right answers and, and clarify what they're saying. With yours, if, you, if someone makes a legit challenge, like let's say, for instance, video Drew, where she said that's not, you know, a horror, that's a thriller, that kind of, you know, what's or what's it classified under? Something like that where you're correcting, you know, it, what, what they're asking or they might say something wrong about the year or whatever. She, if someone loses a challenge because of just correcting something that's wrong, that's wrong because then later, you know, they don't have a challenge anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. Challenges
4: are very important to the game and, you know, that they're there for a reason.
3: Challenges have been changing in the game recently. We've seen it in these couple of uh, last few matches where people are throwing out challenges to create a distraction into the game and to get into Mm -hmm. other players' heads and stuff like that. So when you use a challenge in the same way that you two were talking about what Winnie said and what you just said about Mm -hmm. utilizing that challenge in a specific thing where it's about gameplay, that's what makes it important. That's why having only one challenge is important to that game because it it allows less time for people or or less, um, it doesn't let people use those challenges in a non-important way. That's I, why you're all of you are making great points about why the challenge rule is important. And that's why if you use it only once, you have to think about when you use it and you have to know when you're going to use it instead of trying to use it to mess the game up. And, and, and to, to...
4: The problem with that is that then... You're, you're penalizing the good, the the people who are using it for good reasons versus the people who are using it just to rattle people.
3: Well, the same thing with the spelling rule. If you use having someone study that much more, putting that much more weight on competitors to have to learn how to spell is a lot of pressure to put on someone. It's a little bit more pressure than deciding when to use a challenge. Ooh, but right. They've already changed whiteboard rules enough to where now, like, the thing, you have to put the thing, that's already important. The whole, all Russell debate, it was a big deal inside of the Schmodown. So punctuation yeah. is also something that matters. So to add spelling onto that, it's just a little bit more tough than just utilizing your challenges as a game strategy. So it puts more pressure on the player in that situation where they have to spell instead of trying to use a challenge strategically. So I just feel yeah. like it's unfair to competitors to force them into this sort of a spelling bee, basically, which people study for so much. Um,
4: well, the reason I the reason I wanted to incorporate spelling is to make sure that the answers are clear. Because, uh, for instance, Kalinowski versus Cushing, the Ninko versus Ninka, where you know it was just one letter off and he did say you know ninko but if he said ninka but then it said ninko on the board they already
3: have that rule though it's the first person when the first person puts up their board if they pronounce it right and it's spelled wrong then that that allows it because that's that's
4: and that's what i'm saying is incorrect because they wrote it down wrong and they had more you know they had more time to, to think, oh, no, it's not Ninko, it's Ninka, you know.
3: No, that's the opposite. So if, if you and I are competing and I wrote it down wrong, but I pronounce it first and I go first and you wrote it down wrong and you wrote it down wrong, you don't get that. You don't get to be right because you heard me say it first.
0: Does that make sense? <laughs>
4: well, what I'm saying is that the spoken answer should match what's written down. And that's that's where the where, and it
3: does. They already have that rule whenever it's the first person talking. If you utilize your challenges correctly and you think about it strategically, it allows the game to move forward. And,
0: and done. done. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay? There's, like raised a little bit, uh, like, <laughs> <done> punches. <laughs> that that one was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to lie. That was actually that was like pretty solid. That was like, my, that's actually so far one of my favorite debates that I've seen. And it, I kept going back and forth. Um, a chance specifically. Um, I know, I mean, you've been in a handful of matches where spelling was a huge part of oh God, winning yes. and losing. So, tell me, what did you think of some of, uh, specifically of some of his arguments?
2: Uh, okay, I understand a lot of the points Garth is making, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't, don't want to, you know, give me edge because Danny just has to say one thing in order to get me on her side. <laughs> right oh. now, right now, I'm we saw her
0: closing statements, just saying,
2: I know, I know, mm-hmm. that's right. If, if she brings up in closing, then she, she'll take this from me. But as of right now, I'm leaning heavily towards one way. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> no, okay. Is there anything right. that uh Garth could say in particular that would that would make you feel much more confident in his role being added versus Danny?
2: Are you talking to Whitney or me?
0: Oh, sorry, you. So uh,
2: uh, um uh yeah, there there is there are points that can be made to solidify either argument, although it kinda it's, like, a very, like, brief statement. I kind of don't want to give it away. I kind of want them to get get, get, get to themselves. I'm not, not going to help you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no pressure, guys. No pressure. All right. And, Whitney, and you're, you're in a very similar situation where, um you know, you've been in matches where challenges have been a huge aspect of, you know, both winning and losing some of those matches. And, you know, it comes down to those, like, really small details. What did you think of her arguments made?
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Well, what I'm getting here is uh, – both Danny and Garth are sort of coming at the matches as if they're producers. And uh, Danny is making the argument that she wants a cleaner match. She wants the match to go ahead with uh, out all of this sort of distraction. She wants to just get to the next round, prove your metal, win by answering questions. Whereas Garth is making the argument that he wants sort of a purer match, he wants things to be a little bit more exact, he wants people to be really studied, he's trying to sort of cut out the sloppiness, and uh, I find that this may be affecting sort of all of your answers, because you seem to be viewing the schmodown from these slightly different uh, angles, and mm-hmm. if you were perhaps producing the shows, then that's sort of rules that you would be able to incorporate yourselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um uh, I I am leaning heavily in one direction and uh, I'll explain why in a moment but I'll let you make your closing arguments first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I um must say I'm excited for them to kind of go into a little bit. Uh Garth, uh there is um Garth and Danny, there are just a few questions I do want you to address. Um Garth, obviously we have so many international um directors and producers and just content makers overall um could you i, I do i am kind of interested like a de Toro, for example Bung Dung Ho, all that all these really great um filmmakers um I'm, I'm curious if you know how that applies to some of these more international creators um how that still applies or if not if we ever get, go into that foreign film slice at all how that would apply um but also in pronunciation and danny i kind of want you to kind of go into a little bit more specifically why how um by using though you talked about the using a positive potential extraction and more gameplay um can you kind of go a little more in depth about how most more recent matches require that kind of sabotage i guess <laughs> um, when it comes to using these challenges and how some competitors are using them to their benefit or maybe not using them correctly or efficiently essentially okay but you guys have 60 seconds again starting with you danny got one minute on the clock for your closing statement and go
3: okay so utilizing the challenge rule to your to your benefit as a player when trying to trip someone up in gameplay like what ben bateman has been doing lately he's been doing that in most of his matches um sometimes that just allows other people to just kind of think a little bit more on it and, and try to figure that out. And um, I just really I just really believe that if you have one chance to make a good challenge, you're gonna bring it up whenever you feel it's important and whenever you feel the need to do it. So- You have
1: so, one shot, one
3: opportunity. One, <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't lose this chance to blow. Um, but also when, uh, to talk about Garth's rule really quickly, it's just, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion, it's unfair to give that pressure to players. Where mine is just gives you a different that sort of strategy is- to the game, uh-huh. and that is just allowing a little bit, a different mm-hmm. type of.
0: One and done. Right. Sorry, I didn't, Danny, I didn't mean zero interrupt. I, I want to apologize there. It's, it's
3: just, okay, don't worry about it. Just making
0: a dumpster. <laughs> if Danny was like, he's speaking to me. His voice. <laughs> 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 what? All right, and Garth, um, like you mentioned, please, um, please address my questions, because that's something I was really curious about when I, when I heard your question in particular. Okay. Um, but yeah, you have six seconds on the clock. Are you ready? Emotionally, right. physically. Ready? ready now? All right. You have one minute starting now.
4: All right. So regarding the foreign directors and, and things like that, you already have uh, some actors and actresses who are foreign and and you know like or have foreign names like arnold schwarzenegger now i realize it's controversial to say oh you got to spell schwarzenegger right but people already study and go to wiki and imdb and all that to get all the directors and composers and writers and all the various actors so when they're making their notes and stuff they can note down the names as as I brought up before with Kalinowski and the Ninko N- Ninka thing. He admitted he wrote it down wrong in his study book. Uh, so things like that will get people to focus more and get the proper answer right. And as for the challenges, I think the the challenges rule should remain as it is uh, because that, like I said, there are legit challenges. They're not just to rattle opponents. They're not just to make a spectacle. Three They're important to the game. And challenges should one. Remain. Okay,
0: all right. So we're going to be going into our third and final question shortly. Chance, what did you think of these arguments?
2: Uh, I still
3: don't like
0: out of these rules. This was
3: a tough question to answer also when Alex gave us this question, I was just like, oh. And
0: and also you both you guys were wrong. The correct answer is just like any sport is to have an official pause time.
2: Oh, like if I don't want to just time like a
0: baseball or football or whatever it may be, you can have that official pause and be like, hey, I need 60 seconds just to go to the bathroom or you get out time my time. manager or whatever it may be. You need that movement every once in a while. We're human. But that should have been the correct answer, guys.
2: So right. Right. Correct. correct answer. Correct answer. Two two players that,
4: yeah. I, I should have been phone phone like, phone. like you know. Oh, they get free massages,
2: or <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we should have been more player focused.
2: <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> or, or, or phone your faction. That's yeah. that could be that could be. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my
3: gosh, can you imagine?
4: I they had that, that in days. They had phone a schmo or ask a schmo. Ask a schmo. Yeah, bring
2: yeah. bring back ask a schmo. But like, yeah. like you can only call people in your faction and or you in the when you're calling. Just mm-hmm. go to the audience audience poll. I was there, trying to think of the...
0: Oh, suddenly they're like, you have all of like, uh, <laughs> they would actually be voting specifically because of that. They're like, well, this person's asking, we're gonna sabotage the votes. <laughs> 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 not happening, if that were the
2: case, oh, God, I, I, that'd be that'd be, that'd be terrible. Very- I, that, that's true, that could happen also. Okay.
0: <laughs> and, Whitney, what did you think of their argument?
1: Uh, you guys are making some excellent points here. Um, I, the uh, yeah, I, again, I'm, I'm hearing that you, you both sort of seem to be watching the, the matches in a uh, different sorts of ways. And, uh, one of you is valuing teamsmanship and like gamesmanship. And the other one is valuing, uh, pure knowledge. And those are both really important, uh, elements of this game. You have to have people who do have a lot of pure knowledge and you have to have a lot of people who know how to play the game in a smart, entertaining sort of way. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's parts of me that enjoy both of those things and want to play as both of those things. But at the end of the day, I'm a nerd and I'm a stickler and I think spelling on account. Uh, <laughs> I think if you're studying fil- just like, uh, just like Garth said, if you're studying film and you're actually going online and you're reading the cards and you're trying to figure out, figure out, you know, all of these facts, then you should probably know how to spell Koyanis Kotsi, or you should know the full title of Dr. Love. Mm-hmm. You should be able to write all of that stuff down. And, uh, you know, if, if you are writing down, and it, like you mentioned, some, uh, some filmmakers or actors might have uh, names from other countries where they, you know, spell out surnames a little bit differently. Do you write down Park chen or do you write down chen Park? turns out those are both acceptable and you should know that. Uh, so, I think using uh, a a sort of uh, what you call it, a, a, a challenge rule in order to trip someone up or in order to slow the game down or in order to just sort of psych somebody out. I think that's acceptable. I think that should be allowed. Sort of psyching out your opponent is actually a good way to play the game. And although that may be a little bit frustrating to the viewer who just wants to kind of get on with it, Mm -hmm. I think when you're in the hot seat, as it were, and you're really trying to get under the player's skin and trying to remember things and get them a little bit distracted, challenging something really tiny is, I think, a completely fair tactic. So...
3: <clears throat> Sorry, I uh, that, uh, <clears> throat> throat> What? I completely agree with what he just said. I was totally waiting for Garth to use that argument again. <laughs> I, love, I really, genuinely do love whenever players use yep. that strategy. So I was really, yeah. I was waiting for Garth. Um mm-hmm.
0: Who do you think should win this argument?
1: Uh, I'm I'm on Garth's side. I think he made Garth. an excellent point and I think he actually has a better point to make.
0: Okay. Chance. He did a good job too. <laughs> <laughs> Solid argument for sure. And Jace, what did you think?
2: Let's be clear, is penmanship a part of Garth's game or a par- part of his arguments? Or <laughs> <laughs> just, uh... I think
0: he did say that. Nope. He said you have to write clearly. No Jane Fonda situations
2: here. Okay, then then, then Danny, because I write like a doctor. So no, I'm kidding. Um there are yeah. a few ways Garth could have sealed this for me. If he said, said oh yeah, I would, what uh well he said if he had said either there are very rare instances where you get some something like super hard as well, and like you hear like a Hildur, Gooden good and a daughter mm-hmm. in round one. Or if he said that uh, you know there's already a term for like not using there's already a term for using challenges for for using challenges, it's the use JTE. He would have sealed this away. Mm-hmm. However, there was one thing I was waiting to hear from Dana that she never said. Mm-hmm. And that's the fact that if if you... The only difference between, like, you know, the only, like, doubt comes with the whiteboard. And if the whiteboard wasn't there, there would be no question of your knowledge, which is what helped me with the David R. Russell thing. Like, there was no question that I knew David R. Russell directed uh, Three Kings. Only difference is i never seen it spelled out. I hadn't seen it spelled out that many times. So if Danny had brought that up, she would have won for me. But the fact she didn't, even though I hate his rule more, I got to give it to Garth. <laughs> uh, no, holy
0: snikes. Okay. Wait, per, per,
1: no. what, what, was, what was the date? Did somebody do David that, O' it apostrophe Russell? I did. I yeah, yeah. did. That it was was an
4: Irish man. Man.
0: Yeah. It was uh, Founding.
1: Well, I, I would have voted that down because his name is not O' Russell. Yeah, He's
4: but it is right. a message.
2: And what is, and what, I, right. I know his Roka name. It. Was, afterwards was furious. R- 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 yeah, Roka was super pissed. and almost yeah. retired. So.
0: Yeah, it was a, it was a, I mean, it was a wonderful match. I remember watching it, and I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Um, however, I could see both arguments, and I was just like, mm. "Oh, this hurts to watch." Like, you don't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I both love both teams so much. I mean, like being fans, um, you know, all around. Okay, so congratulations, Garth. You just won Thank your you. second argument.
4: Thank you. And I just want to say, fun. <laughs> in the in the fan leagues, they are stricter about it. Uh, when I play in yeah, the they leagues, are. They, and you I know did. it's funny. In one um, of,
2: Christian Christian actually pointed out to me. I had a fan league match where I had the same answer, wrote the exact same way, and no one called me on it, which is why yeah. kind of like stuck in my brain. Oh, this is the right way. To, this is the mm-hmm. correct one, right? That's.
0: Yeah, it's just so easily arguable. That's for yeah. sure. Okay, so uh, we are going to be going to our third and final question. This is going to be our final questions to determine who is going to be the winner for today's schmobe. It's Is it going to be Danny of the Action Army, or is it going to be Garth of Rockstars repping the crew? Um, and Whitney and Chance, we're going to be – this is it. We're going to determine who wins today. Are you guys ready for, like, the biggest – Shmoopiest of all time.
1: Oh and God, yeah. my 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 heart is in my throat. I, this if, is I
0: so so be, if your blood pressure is not like raised exponentially, I'll be very disappointed.
1: Oh, <laughs> gosh, think. I'm a middle-aged man. I'm just gonna ke- if I keel over on camera, I just. Broadcast
2: it. If it's really embarrassing, broadcast it even further.
0: <laughs> and i like, do it right away so I can get like a bazillion views. No,
2: I'm just
4: kidding.
2: The fight to kill Whitney Seibold. Okay.
1: <laughs> you you know, use Whitney use Seibold. my death to get as many hits as possible. That's all I have.
4: <laughs> and and if I die, please make a funny gif to share. <laughs> <laughs> a little caption, fail. Wasted. And, um, <laughs> die bait.
0: Uh, it is indeed how we how we uh, heal ourselves for sure after matches and
4: everything.
0: All right, okay. So for our third and final question, going back to you, uh, Whitney, and uh, for this one particularly, you know what? I'm gonna be flipping my team action coin. I got my team action coin, my Patreon one. Okay, so are, so uh, Dean, I assume you're gonna be a team guy. I'm team guy. Of course, you're team guy. Obviously. Okay. So this one has both Team Guy as well as Team Bateman on it. Check that out. So right, space. I'm
4: Team Trader.
0: lands right. face up on your uh, the competitor of choice. I assume Garth, you're going to be Bateman for this one.
4: Well, I um, already got but, Guy, so I guess I'm Team Trader. Right.
0: Always Team Trader, forever <laughs> Team Trader. Um, that will determine who is going to make their who's going to start off with the opening and closing statements as well. Okay, so it's going to be Guy or Bateman. Ah. Oh, that was loud. Sorry. That was
4: Sure. To no, let point. it go wherever
0: it is bateman garth that means you are going to give your opening statement first all right okay whitney you want to read our final third and final question
1: i would um mm-hmm. i i don't oh there it is okay uh here is your third and final question what city that has never hosted or scheduled to host should have a schmodown live event
0: no pressure guys but you guys put down better put down nashville or else we like smacking y'all
1: hang on a second i'm I'm gonna look something up on my phone
0: (laughs) um but garth yes what huh
4: what okay
0: okay um and now i know you initially chose boston uh when we chat though earlier however That is, like, pretty much being scheduled as we speak, so I had to omit that answer. Okay, you ready? Okay. One minute on the clock, starting
4: now. All right, so for mine, I chose a unique perspective. I went with Honolulu, Hawaii. Now, one of my reasons I chose this is because Christian has mentioned before he wants to go someplace exotic like Hawaii, uh, somewhere different uh now a lot of people uh won't be able to drive there like they would to a local uh place a couple states away so it might be more difficult to travel i understand that however a lot of people still have to fly if you're in los angeles you got to go to new york or florida boston etc you still have to fly across country so there's still a lot of traveling involved for people uh but hawaii think of the destination think of the fun Think of the beautiful locales. Uh, think of where they film it at, alive and beautiful. You know, on a on a beach.
0: Maybe. Five, four, and three. It would be,
4: be a beautiful two, vacation. As long as-
0: and done with the first opening statement. Okay, moving on to you, Danny. What was your choice for city?
3: All right, y'all. Whenever you're ready, tell me when I'm ready to go.
0: Go for it, boo.
3: All right, so this is no, my answer shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. My answer is Austin, Texas. Not only is Austin, Texas centrally located inside of the states, it allows for, and not very far from California at all, it's a wonderful city, it's a gorgeous location, if you plan the timing right, you can also have a wonderful vacation there as well. There are plenty of things to do in Austin, there's plenty of events that go on, you can also time it just right with uh, South by Southwest, because South by Southwest has grown the way that it has, there's a lot of comedy shows there, so big chance. For comedians to come and do their thing, and also you can kind of push it to a broader audience. Because what if we could get the schmo down onto a segment for South by Southwest, mm-hmm. and that would just expand the audience even more? Great food, wonderful place. It's Texas. It's perfect.
0: Five, four, omitting. No, you can you can get a whole bunch two, of because on and done. We have two very different approaches when they to their answers. Chance, Whitney, what do you think of your collection so far? I,
1: I think you guys both made an excellent point in that I, if I'm going to either Hawaii or Austin, then I'm going to be having a really great vacation. And uh, I think a lot of the players would certainly like that. We'd love to be flown out to some exotic location where we can just sort of hang out and have a nice few days. In addition to uh, playing in a really big match. Um, Where would I rather go? I mean, Austin's hip as fuck, but Hawaii is awesome. So uh, it's, from that perspective, it's difficult to choose. However, Mm -hmm. uh, one of you made a really excellent point that uh, I'll get to later.
0: Mm, Absolutely. Um, Vacay on both sides. I would be excited to go to either one of them. Chance, what would you do?
2: Uh, <laughs> these are these are. I would love the, uh schmooze in either of these places. Uh, real quick, Garth, I wrote Honolulu with an H. So that count as a correct answer? Or, do have to write <laughs> or, or, or with an A instead of Is that a correct there, there, answer? There are,
4: there are two O's and two U's. No Is.
2: Ah well, damn. Okay, well, I guess that's <laughs> incor- I guess that's incorrect. Um, yeah. Uh, these, these are two very solid locations that I'm curious to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna. One is unknowingly playing with the judge on this case. I'm not gonna tell you how that. <laughs> uh yeah. one uh, yeah, you're gonna have to sell me on why this would be a good like mm-hmm. location for both fans, both fans and the ship. Whoever can do that is gonna win the point for me.
0: Uh, Danny, I know you really kind of really mentioned you also a little bit of painted the picture a little bit about the idea of potentially doing it South by Southwest, you know, with comedy shows and everything there. And that's a huge following that they have going on So painting pictures. So Garth, um, by extension, I would love for you to kind of paint the picture a little bit to kind of show us what would that event be like? How would why would that be an event? It would be amazing there more than anywhere else that no other city in the U.S. can can make it as special you know um you know they're in honolulu okay so you guys have four minutes to openly debate to the death let's go
3: all right first of all what are live events for who are live events for the fans the live events are for the fans is hawaii a beautiful place for these wonderful competitors to go to a hundred percent would the would the visual be nice absolutely can i afford to go to hawaii no i can't and maybe a lot of other fans can't can as well so having a location that's so far away for fans is a big deal and going into Austin Texas where it's pretty central plenty of people from Texas can drive Arizona can drive anyone on this side of the country can drive anyone up north can fly right down everyone can have a good time it's a fan thing it's for it's a fan event it's for you're, that we're
4: talking about it's for fans and it, how it's easier a little easier to get to for states around it and I understand that However, for people like me in the Boston area, no, I still got to fly out there. I'm not driving to Texas. That ain't happening. I'm not you, you
3: could you could potentially and you can't if it's in Hawaii at least there are those two options if for whatever reason you can't get into a plane yeah. ticket or it's a last minute sort of thing also with it being in Austin a, such a vibrant place if a, if an event pops up and it's not sold out there are so many people there that would want to just walk in and see but it and it would allow the schmodown to be introduced he, to so many more people where
4: for the the fans right and so I'm thinking about the big gap Gatherings you guys have and at live events and outside of the Schmodown besides the event. You you have big gatherings, you get together, you go to clubs, you go to whatever, and you're mentioning that with South by Southwest and things to do there. Same thing with Hawaii. You can, you know, go to the beach, go surfing. You can go to a, go to, you know, to a nice uh, dormant volcano and go for a, high- there, you know, you can. Have you been to you, Texas? You can,
3: you can, you it is a volcano know. over here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Texas. You can the weather, all of that good stuff. There's beautiful lakes, so I understand that it's not on a beach in Hawaii, but my whole point to this argument is that it allows more people to come to the show. These live events are for fans. You yes. so have that come in with the people get bring people off of the street into the allow for a wider audience to be attracted to the schmoda is why austin texas is one of the best places for the schmodown live event
4: and i'm saying travel wise you still have restrictions to people like me or people in other places
3: you can only uh, fly to hawaii Huh? you can only fly to hawaii at least in texas you
0: can drive or fly <laughs> um, um I do kind of want you guys to expand a little bit. Um now Christian and like a lot of people have mentioned that, you know, financials are a really big part of it. Um, you know, we want to have like free-for-all, for example, in Miami, but you would have to fly like 50 people down to Miami and house them and everything and feed them, all that good stuff. Um, and being in Honolulu, can you kind of address that a little bit?
2: Yeah,
4: definitely. Um, I know, I know as we said, you know, travel and stuff is restricted, but they already have things planned for Florida, Georgia. They've done New York many times, they're going to Boston. So going from LA to the East Coast versus LA to Hawaii, mm-hmm. not that different. Not when it comes to flying and traveling across country. Uh, now Texas is a little bit
3: pretty expensive to send a a good amount of people from the competitor wise to Hawaii as opposed to sending them to Texas.
4: Right. But it's, I'm saying it's just as cost prohibitive to places they've already planned. At
3: least in Texas, you can still, you can get those secret surprises. I'm sure that you could do the same thing with California, but it allows more opportunity to get people to come into surprise, surprises for showings for competitors and Three, i think
4: there there's two, it's, although one, costly it's more done
0: worth it a it. Way. okay <laughs> this is going to be our final closing statements of of the match of the schmobates. holy cannoli, chance whitney I know, like, I know going into this. I mean, like, either one, you guys would love to play at either one of these places. Um, kind of going into it, understanding a little bit more behind the scenes stuff. You know, like chatting with some people in the crew and everything. What do you think of their um their points, their arguments? Uh, starting with you. Chip. Oh,
2: oh, with me? Uh, yeah, no, bro. Uh, I think these. I think they are very uh good pitches for their place. I think one's gonna be an. Under- I have a bigger headache and okay, I probably forget which one. Uh I would want to fact check on the amount the time I take to fly to across the fly to New York or fly to uh Orlando from LA that, that as opposed to the time I take to LA to Hawaii because I'm like fairly positive that that's not that's not like remotely close, <laughs> but I haven't been to Hawaii in a while, so I can't do that. Something I would want in their closing, I would want their ideal card. For both these locations. Great question. Okay.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I, um, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: I have a question, um, and this is something you guys touched on, but uh, how how are you how are you getting there? Like, if if you're planning a trip to your lo- your chosen location, I, I would like a little bit more of. Um, a little bit more explicit itinerary in your minds. What, like, how are you actually putting that together? Like, the actual logistics of what you're doing.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, from the, okay. So, our judges are asking you to guys to get, kind of give us, you know, what the actual matches would look like. Would it be a, would it be a, exhibition match would it be a belt match would it be a number one competitors match what league it would be etc um but also alternatively what would that itinerary look like what would it look like uh what would christian give and ellis give to each of the competitors and everyone involved uh what would their itinerary uh, itinerary look like getting to the hotel and all that good stuff okay um starting with you Garla. almost like garloff <laughs> that's gonna be uh that's gonna be the new nickname for sure okay so garth you got 60 seconds uh to give us your closing statements and address these questions go
4: uh first regarding the travel itinerary and how to travel and all that obviously like like danny pointed out properly you can't drive to y yes uh, and as Chance questioned about the tr- travel and flight time, I, I didn't do research on this, and I'm sorry I didn't, That how many hours it takes to fly from L.A. to Florida versus L.A. to Hawaii. But on a map, it's, you know, it's, I, I, I you know, I'm not sure the travel time, but uh, I know that it's, it's tough to get to Hawaii, but I think people can plan vacations around it. They can do you know like i can go see the schmo down and stay in hawaii for a week and have a real nice vacation uh and there, as, as regarding the players there uh there's you know paulo yama is already there and i'd love to see an oyama versus murrow match in hawaii and as i said we can go exotic with the locale and do the
0: live and beat. done okay So, I mean, it sounded like overall, like you said, it would not just be the actual match itself, but everyone going to these matches, Garth, Garleth, (laughs) they would be going to make it a whole experience, essentially. It would be a whole trip. It it wouldn't be, it might not be for, you know, the regular Schmo, Joe Schmo, that's like going there for the night. That's hopping on a bus and hopping off, right?
4: Yeah i think it would attract and it would attract people who who might want to just go and have a fun time and then the schmodown down is part of that fun time you know uh and there are and i'm sure if you look into it there probably are fans who are in hawaii and sure. also there are people in places like new zealand and it's actually easier for them to get from new zealand to hawaii than from new zealand to texas okay.
3: You're not allowed to do that in your judgments because
0: that wasn't during his time.
2: That's
3: true.
4: That is true. true. I got to strike in the record because that was not
0: part of your time. Definitely not part of the time. All right, Danny, um, please address those questions, how to get there, the itinerary, all that good stuff. Um, But also, what would the matches look like themselves? What would this live match, how amazing it would be? You got 60 seconds starting now.
3: All right. So it definitely is easier to get, in my opinion, to get from Texas to from L.A. to Texas. So and budget wise, because you can have multiple competitors do that. They talked about doing free for all in Miami. What about doing it in Texas? So have you're allowed to have way more competitors come in to come into the event. You can definitely schedule it around big, big things that happen inside of Austin, Um like I said, it's centrally located. It's centrally located. So it just makes it a little bit easier to travel into it because it comes from everywhere. So even competitors who are not inside of California can still come down to Texas. Anyone in Chicago, there are people in Arizona that are right there. So being able to have that that luxury of being so close is is good. So an ideal card for it honestly could, could be a free-for-all event, could be a big major event like that. Uh, and getting... Super easy and it's it's a wonderful spot. You get great barbecue One and, on.
0: and done. I really want to give you the extra time, face, but I can't because I'm trying to be completely neutral here. <laughs> All right. Okay, so again, we have very two very different approaches and how this these um, these live events would feel, look to both the fans and for the competitors and everyone involved. Um, I mean, where would you rather go? Coming from the point of view, a competitor and as a fan, um, which one do you feel like would be the better event to go to, to attend? Starting with you, Whitney.
1: Um, well, uh, Garth, you make an excellent point in that uh, Hawaii is a great place to visit. You can shape a whole vacation around it. Mm-hmm. And I think um, something you kind of brushed past a little bit, but I think is a good point is, Uh, The shooting locations for a Schmodown event would be really interesting in Hawaii because they have a lot of interesting outdoor locales that could possibly be utilized. Uh, I'd be interested to see what people would look like in their Hawaiian shirts. (laughs) Now, personally, I compete in a suit and Hawaii would be hell because (laughs) Hawaii is warm and rainy. It rains it's all the time in Hawaii. Cold. It's actually... There's
0: short sleeve button downs and short sleeve suit pants. I mean... Yeah,
1: yeah if you're a douche waffle. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Oh, I'm
3: sorry. I didn't quote. Whitney Seibel says douche waffle.
4: <laughs> uh, Can I use also, the name in the fan leagues? <laughs>
1: sure. It's fine. <laughs> Whitney Douche Waffle um, it Also, um, something, however, you're not taking into consideration is what a logistical nightmare it is to plan something in Hawaii. Anybody who's had a destination wedding in Hawaii knows that it's a nightmare. Uh, also, you'd be running into every single bloody destination wedding that it, that America is hosting at that time because that's what's happening every single day in Hawaii. I took my um, honeymoon in Maui And not a, and this was around Halloween time and not a day went by that we didn't actually bump into like some sort of wedding ceremony that was going on on the island of Maui. Uh, So I also, while you guys were arguing and I I apologize for this, I hope you'll forgive me. I looked up airfare to Hawaii and to Austin from Los Angeles, a one way, a round trip flight to Hawaii nonstop from Los Angeles in, and I looked up early April for both of these was six hundred dollars a round-trip flight to austin however is 150 dollars for
2: real
1: for real this is this was on united uh now danny your point was anybody can come to austin and to a to a degree that's true you said people from la can just drive to austin no we can't that's like a four-day drive it actually (laughs) takes Long time. Like,
3: that's <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, if you're gonna stop and do breaks and you know stay the night, it's gonna take a couple days to get to Austin. It's not just mm,
4: driving, Boston,
1: like yeah. driving to, you know, from LA to San Francisco, you can do that in like five or six hours. LA to Austin is kind of difficult. Uh, Danny, you made up. Uh, you actually brought up quite a bad point to host around South by Southwest. That's- very exciting, fascinating time. There's a lot of people in Austin for it. It's also a clusterfuck, not to put too fine a point on it. Adding another event to South by Southwest in a, at a time when you already can't get a hotel room and already can't get around town and already can't get into the festivals you want to get into is just adding too much chaos to the plot. That said... Austin is an awesome location for not South by Southwest time. Maybe wait until a week or two after South by Southwest or wait until the festival is winding down a little bit. Maybe on the final day of the event, that's when you or like, maybe not the final day because that's when they have the big, but, you know, maybe a little bit before or a little bit after trying to put a little bit of space in between yourself and South by Southwest would be a wise time to set a Schmodat event in Austin specifically.
0: Well, I mean, it seems like you kind of made up your mind a little bit. Um,
1: myself um, through that, but yeah.
0: Well, so here, okay, getting that verbal confirmation. Who do you think should win this argument for this third question, third and final question?
1: Um, I, I gotta hand it to Danny this time around she, I think it's a better idea And I think she made some interesting points Just stay the hell away from South by
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah South by Southwest would be like going to Edinburgh during the Fringe Festival
1: Yeah or, or you, you want to host it If you want to host yeah. a, a showdown event yeah. During Burning Man It's like yeah. you're there for other reasons yeah.
0: That's very true. Um, yeah, definitely points um, points awarded over to Dana. Congratulations on getting Whitney's vote. Um, and Chance, what did you think of you know you know the the matches that they they would kind of go on the itinerary that they would put together? What did you think of uh, Garson Danny's picks?
2: Uh, something Garloff could have brought up is I don't know. Do you follow Do you follow NFL at all? Me personally, yes. No. yes. Okay, well, uh, Hawaii is the spot where. Pro Bowl takes place. Something I think could help sway sway me to your side is uh, <laughs> the you could have brought up like in like an all like an all star match and like just do like some like crazy match combination just just for Hawaii and it could have been cool. But that's that's not what's gonna sway me. What is gonna sway me? Uh, you brought up the fact that Harloff wants to go somewhere exotic. Uh, like- uh, you rather talk about the fly, regardless of the location, so it doesn't really make a difference. Danny, Danny, brought that made it's a huge difference because a good chunk of fans can't afford to fly to Hawaii. Uh, yeah, she also brought up that there's more travel options to have competitors. I do take issue with the whole people from Arizona can drive. No, we can't. I, I, I'm a Texas native as <laughs> as well as you, so I know how labor intensive drives in Texas are.
3: I, I think I'm
2: just used to seven-hour drives. Like it's just normal for me. I know, like it's it's, it's, yeah. it's the it's the norm
4: for us. Austin, uh, forget about it. I'm flying. I ain't driving.
2: Uh, I think <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather go to Honolulu, but based in the argument, I think Danny sold her her city more than it's Central. It's a wonderful city. She brought a barbecue, which is nice. And uh, my, my mother's also an Austin native. It's not why I'm voting for this, but uh, yeah, I gotta go with Austin. Danny gets the point. All right.
0: Okay, so in that case, I just want to say Hawaii is some bomb ass barbecue as well. I mean, no, yeah,
4: I
2: should yeah. have brought up You should have brought it up. You didn't bring it. Yeah. Up. You didn't bring the whole the whole pig, 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 pig
0: and, and having that food a shmo down theme luau. i will pay like five hundred dollars for that ticket. I would pay spend all my money all my money on it.
4: Yeah, shmo luau on the beach.
0: <laughs> That's true. On the beach, we could have dancers and everything. It would be a blast. Well, okay. So, it,
3: so sad, sad face. Well, in <laughs> that
0: case, and your winner. Action General Danny ramirez Woo! Woo! See, now well, we look. get to a Stay in C2A, so congratulations. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to stay a part of this podcast. <laughs> it's not like you host a show or anything, like no big deal. <laughs> oh, I was like, and Gareth. So
4: that's going to that be something I have I'm going to have like 10 different names at the end of it
0: with any luck that's for sure um well specifically with yours like how did you feel about you know actually going into the i mean like how do you feel now that you completed your first match how do you feel about it uh do you feel like um you know when you're answering questions or anything like no pressure you had some like amazing competitors here how did you feel about like you know kind of going into these
4: arguments uh i i felt the time restriction was the tough part because i did have a lot more points to bring up during all my arguments i I had written down details of like all the matches and stuff and it's like oh you got one minute you know so it's tough to cram you know like like you know chance chance would say oh if you had only brought up up and i'm like yeah i had one minute Uh, (laughs) um and uh but and then and then after i chose honolulu Hawaii, i did think about the travel restrictions and how for me i i don't get to events as much because in los angeles because boston to los angeles is so i'm like well if i'm already paying a lot hundreds of dollars to go somewhere i i'd love to go hawaii uh, mm-hmm. and so that was my thinking on that but i could have gone somewhere like nashville or new orleans or something like that and I wish new orleans be <laughs> badass yeah oh, so maybe, maybe have a little oh. better chance with something no,
3: like no. that Well, if
1: if if destination there there's a they were doing this for a while. They were proposing to host the Oscars uh, halfway between in a a little tiny city in Oklahoma that was exactly the halfway point between New York and L.A. Just because you know New York and L.A. Those were the big cities. They were debating should it be New York, should it be L.A. Uh, All the other cities were saying, "Hey, WTF, man? Why why not here?" And so they I think it was called Milford, Oklahoma. Sure. Uh, which Are you doesn't have Milford? I, I Milford. think it's called Milford. Let me look that up. Um, it was. It was I, used um,
0: in, I used to live in Enid, Oklahoma. Milford was like an hour away from me.
1: She was no, not I... Milford. It's <laughs> Milfay. Mil- Milfay, Oklahoma is oh, the Milfay. name of it. And Oklahoma, yes. like it doesn't even have a governor. It's this tiny little nothing duchy in the middle of the country. I think it would be fun to flood this nothing town with nothing but Schmodown fans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Could
1: you know, buy a, buy out all, all of the local hotels and all of the BNBs and all of the campgrounds and wherever people <laughs> need to stay and rent out like their one arena or just go out into a field somewhere? <laughs> just do it out of there. That 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 would be an appealing idea to me. But I also have very bad ideas, so maybe maybe
2: that. <laughs> I, I would also <laughs> Go down, Oklahoma. You'd be like your own version of Woodstock. I mean, uh, come on. Got, I, I would also- so oh, another idea. I had is there's like a little independent. There's an in- independent nation within the U.S. called Malasia. It's in Nevada. Like oh, we yeah. just like take over that nation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
1: well, we'd have to make sure our passports were in order, though. Better yeah, so, <laughs> make
2: sure. And we
4: the it's All paperwork. paperwork. Yeah. down every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All my money. Let me just. To all these ideas, all of us. <laughs> Everyone. Um, this is also your um, Schmo Bates debut as well, and you are our. They say you are a winner today. So, how does it feel to walk away from your first argument as a winner?
3: Fun, uh, fun. Um, I love Schmo Bates very much because it. You. The whole point of this is to argue. So, were were my answers right? Maybe not. Absolutely not. But the whole point is to argue against it. And I told like everything that you all said against to why some of my points were wrong or absolutely right. It's not anything that I fully endorse or agree with. But it's the whole point of the thing is to have fun and debate with each other and just argue against it. So I think that's one of my favorite parts about it is to just have the chance to, to argue even, even though I might be wrong in a situation.
0: That's well, kind of uh, it's like, it's like part of the fandom as it is, we always argue with each other already. Okay, I mean, between the different, and between the different, uh, fan groups online and social media posts, I mean, like we went the other day, we accidentally like jumbled onto who should be on the schm- on the Mount Rushmore of Schmodown, and we went into like a 20-30 minute argument right there. Open debate. And <laughs> we course. were just like and we were just like ah we have so all had different definitions. My
4: favorite part of that uh, was someone.
0: Mentioned argument. Yeah, well you're totally really? right Gareth, uh, <laughs> um time constraints are an important part to really be able to concentrate it really effectively um and be able to verbalize it and it, you know, really answer those questions. All right, perfect. Well, thank you so much. That wraps up today's Shmo Congratulations, Danny. Thank you, Gareth, Whitney, and Chance. You guys are amazing and rock stars. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Now, before we wrap things up, Chance, where can uh, we find you? Kind of stay up to date with everything you're doing.
2: Oh, lots of places. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at ChanceWars underscore 91. Check out my main podcast, toys by Chance. Uh, We do that every week. We just upload an episode on Whiplash, which if you want to go check that out? You can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh We got our next one coming up. I don't know what we're reviewing. Is that gonna be "He Got Game" or "White Man Can't Jump"? I don't oh, know which I one.
3: Know
2: yeah, we got we got to see which one wins our poll. He got game. I I I I'd be fine with either, but uh, I already voted. Is- Holy Ghost. <laughs> uh you can also check out my other podcast, PWCA, the podcast of cool acronym if you're a face and furb fan. And uh oh, also then Charles by Chance YouTube channel. We're gonna get back to making videos very soon. And uh yeah, uh, check out Schmodown and the Patreon tickets free for all three, I believe just one on sale. So yes, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, go check go uh, go go buy this
0: mm-hmm it's gonna be so amazing and no doubt you're gonna knock it out of the park when you do participate <laughs> It's so much fun yes. and back to you whitney where can we stand today with everything you're doing with schmodown with critically acclaimed and beyond
1: golly uh so much well uh william and i i practically live at william bibiani's apartment he and i have multiple podcasts together you can listen to critically acclaimed oh, and cancel soon we also have a patreon uh Uh, patreon.com slash critically acclaimed network where we have just all of our shows and when you subscribe you get more and more and more you can find me on twitter as Mm -hmm. usual and all of the social medias i'm usually at whitney seibold which is my name it's unique enough uh i just authored yet another audio drama which i'm selling so just contact me through any of the uh the social medias and i can sell one to you i can email you a copy
0: I got to ask, are you ever, did you ever do an episode on uh, your Star Trek podcast over uh, Please Stand By the movie? That might be
1: something like kind of, uh, kind of ancillary Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for for Star Trek. We're just doing episode by episode on Star Trek now.
0: I I remember messaging, I can't remember if it was you or Bibs that I did because I I saw over the summer, I saw Please Stand By for the first time and I was like, I just want to see them react to this. Like, uh, like a woman, she's like a woman that's like her, she's like on the spectrum and she's obsessed with Star Trek. That's like her thing. And there's like a whole, like some sub- fans submit a script kind of situation. Anyway, it's wonderful. If you ever, please don't go see it. It's amazing. Yeah, um, uh, Dakota's painting we, is fantastic.
1: We, we've and debated like, that, like how how canonical mm-hmm. we want to stay or if we're going to do mm-hmm. like some sort of these side projects. There's actually a lot of uh, fan-based uh, documentaries and films and just that's Star Trek uh, films. People went back and did, uh, I think it's called New Voyages, where they actually got like original Star Trek cast members like George Takei and Walter Koenig to come by and reprise their roles. So I'm not sure how canonical that even counts as or if we're going to do any of like the audio dramas or any of the the yeah. All of that is all still up for debate. For the time being, we're going to stick with uh, canonical episodes but if we get enough demand we'll totally do one of these uh off to the Mm
0: -hmm. side there's the sky's the limit for sure when it comes to all those podcasts especially when it comes to the star trek one all right and danny last but certainly not least where can we find you boo well, y'all know
3: where to find me. You can find me on Twitter at Dannyjoy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. You can also find me here on the Call to Action Network. Uh every Monday, me and my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul Denizio, host the show Chill to Action, where we interview Schmo Down players where a chance has been on before and we'd love to get Whitney on it sometime. <laughs> it <would> be- <laughs> So please come and check us out. Like, comment, subscribe on everything on this channel. Thank you so much, Alex, for letting me be on Schmo Bates. I'm super happy that this time worked out because I work every Wednesday night. So unfortunately Mm -hmm. I'm never able to be a part of Schmo Bates. So I was super pumped to have the opportunity today.
0: Well, you have anything you have to thank Whitney because he was like, I can only do mornings. And I was like, I will make it work. (laughs) <laughs> I, will, I will make it work.
4: <laughs> I,
0: I, I, I do have a young
1: child, and, and scheduling is an issue.
0: Children, they're not important. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. What are children? <laughs> I am Alex Mac, known as Mac Daddy here on the part of the C2A crew, Call to Action. I personally run the Call to Action Twitter page, so Twitter handle, whatever it is. Um, So I like to post funny GIFs, and I like to make little quips here and there. So I'm a funny person every once in a while. So you. Uh-huh. Can Please
4: follow I, me there I really appreciate it. I think
0: that's really what I'm I to I I I got to say. Oh yeah, sorry Oh, you I'm so for sorry her. I apologize no, sorry.
4: That like, Well, I guess I'm worse than you so. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm, so I'm so sorry I'm so
0: sorry I'm such a bad host I apologize <laughs>
4: <laughs> Okay, mine's fairly simple Because I don't host podcasts And things like that um, For me, it's just Garth McMurray On Facebook and Twitter And Garth underscore McMurray On Instagram and you can find lots of my comic art and stuff posted there. Uh, and also, if you're a fan of the fan leagues, I'm popping up in four different fan leagues. I got mm-hmm. matches, so
0: You are everywhere, Garth. True. You, like, you admin for, like, fan groups and your art is, like, so awesome. I love the one you did for Tony Held as well with the James Bond-themed one.
4: And uh, I, I I do live streams with video, Drew, but they're set to private mm-hmm. they're only for patrons, so
0: for sure. Yeah, that's very true, very true. Um, her uh hers uh, I Her when she streams are really fun. All right. Um, again, um Awesome. Well, thank you again. Um, please check us out. Please like and subscribe to this video. We really appreciate it. And um, Schmobates, as you know, if you actually want to participate, I have been DM'd before regarding how to be honest, how to compete, how to judge, all that good stuff. Please check us out on Twitter or Facebook on our Facebook page because we do a lot of interaction in there. And when we need competitors, whatever it may be, we let you guys know on there. So definitely check us out. All right, well, thank you again to everyone involved and congratulations, Danny, and we'll see y'all right. soon. Bye. Bye, four,
2: four.